let's get this started. Welcome to the Rhythm of Destination, Inspiration, a weekly travel show for adventurous families here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We'll unpack the blessings of homeschooling away from home and share stories with special guests embracing a lifestyle of journey. Your host, Jen Ranieri, will inspire you to get out your suitcase and live your own ultimate adventures. Stay tuned. You're sure to enjoy the ride. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the first live episode of Destination Inspiration. I am coming to you live from Hope Sound, Paradise, Florida. And I just am laughing and, and praying for grace this morning as I'm learning all these tech issues on the webinar podcast system. And I'm sitting with, with kids who were supposed to be elsewhere today who are actually here and web issues and all kinds of stuff, just praying for, for grace and fun in this. And it reminded me of a, a poem I've written recently with a good friend um, who you'll find online as Whimsy Gizmo um, about the last minute. So it says, oh, you last minute, how I despise and cherish, perhaps just pushing potential over limit, one minute is an hour. But you have used me well, procrastinating pen, click clacked to tick tock tock into some silent sway, one word is just a beginning. So speaking of beginning, here we are, and I have got a special guest and friend that I'm going to try to unmute on the line. Nida, are you there? I am. Nida Lynn is with us today, and this is so exciting because you are in for a treat, my friends, as we are about to get ready to fly with Nida and hear this amazing recording. Um, Nida, I'm going to mute you back. Let's listen to Ready to Fly, and we'll come back and talk to you for just a minute. Come on, now.
fly, fly, fly Ready to go, ready to go I'm ready to fly Nida, are you back with us? I love I this. I love this. I got a friend in I got a friend on in the chat room. It's only eight seventeen AM in California. And I bet you we have just woken her up for the day. Look out world, Kim. Look out world. Oh, Nida, tell us a little about your song. I just get fired up and want to twirl and dance every time I, I hear Ready to Fly and I'm so excited for your, your release. Just tell us a little bit about it. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Ready to Fly is a song that I wrote um a little over a year ago where i was feeling some changes just coming and you know but but realizing that even though there were a lot of hard things around that it was a good thing it that change is beautiful and so it was really a song where i was learning um you know identifying in my heart what is important to me and what what i want to do you know for the lord and just realizing that even though I've got this gift and I've got all these this call on my life to, you know, sing these songs to the to the nations, my purpose is not going to be just to get famous or just to, you know, get rich. My goal will be to make a difference on this earth and to, you know, just to soar, to really soar with the Lord. So, Amen. I love that. And so when you and I connected, we had so many little God winks at us saying this, this yeah. you're, I had been talking about the flight. We had the logo with the airplane <laughs> and you and yeah. I connected and I'm like, Oh, we've yeah. got to have you on here and just say, this is how we want to take off. We want to be given all the glory to the Lord and just exactly. being ready to fly with all he calls us to. So Nida, thank you so much for, for calling in and letting us share that. Where can we find you? Um, the best way to find me. You? Absolutely. It's on my website by going to www.naidalynn.com. Uh, there you can find info about my album and my, my single is actually going to be released in two weeks uh, during the week of November, uh, we're, uh, during the week of Thanksgiving. We're really excited about that. And yeah, all my info is on there as well as my Facebook page, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all the same. Nida Lynn. Nida Lynn. Awesome. Nida, thank you so much. And uh, I hope to have you back on the show. Great. I would love to do okay. that. Okay. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. God bless. And we'll Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, now we have flown for sure with Nida, and we have talked poetry. So just a, a quick heads up to all my listeners today that right there on my Destination Inspiration page, you've got a fantastic poetry lesson and download from our sponsor of our show today, Write Shop, and my dear friend and sister, Kim Kautzer. Thank you for that, Kim. And uh, – you can get your kids or even yourself excited about learning a thin cane. Yes, that is a word spelled C-I-N-Q-U-A-I-N, and uh, you'll just have some fun with that. I love poetry. I've been in a poem-a-day challenge right now and just gets really gets my my brain in a space of freedom and going. And uh, meanwhile, speaking of ready to fly, um, I have actually flown in a special guest just for just for you right now. No, not kidding. Just uh, my dear friend and sister, Rachel Martin. I am looking at her sitting outside my window at the moment because we decided when we sat next to each other, uh, we had an echo in our phone. So she's here with me. I'm so blessed to have been hosting Rachel this weekend while she worked on finishing up her book. And I'm going to say welcome, Rachel, and let her 
tell you a little about her her upcoming book and um and then we'll talk. We'll talk about our journey, and we're ready to fly. We'll be winging it today. <laughs> Are you ready for me? It's so funny. I have to tell everybody that I am actually watching Jen open her sliding door, but we've kind of, now she's actually doing a little dance and wave to me. But <laughs> I am so excited to be here, uh, partially because for those of you that don't know me, I live in Minnesota, and it was, uh, it was about 18 degrees there this morning. And now I'm sitting out on her patio in the sun, and it's fabulous. But my book that she's talking about is a, it's a collection of letters called the Dear Mom Letters that I put together over the past, I would say, a couple years on my site, and then we made an ebook with it, and then now it's in the process of getting finally published and put into hard copy form. So when I was coming down to Orlando, uh, Jen said, let's just do this all together, and she just graciously opened up her home and a beautiful cottage for me, and I have spent the last couple days writing away. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, there's some crazy pictures of how I've been mind mapping everything. So I'm super grateful, <laughs> yes, and, Ken. And, I, and I'm always grateful for, I'll never forget the moment that Rachel ran in and said, quick, do you have any post-it notes? And had this great idea of how to visually see her, her work in front of her, and I, I love it. So we've been having some fun together, some great conversation, and uh and, and time and just friendship and sisterhood and I'm blessed to as a fellow writer to watch um, watch a dream of a sister you know get finished and, and ready to fly and um, for those of you just tuning in and Rachel you can find her on the web at findingjoy.net and from there Rachel am I right you'll get all of your Instagram links and and Rachel's fabulous to follow on Instagram by the way she's uh, she's always sharing some fun things including this morning a lizard from the porch yes I do like so, Instagram. Yeah, you're an Instagram Instagram girl. She's encouraging me to Instagram more. My husband was laughing last night as he she Instagrammed her her winning hand of apples to apples on the table. That was that was Rachel's Instagram for the evening. But Rachel and I met. This show is going to be about travel and finding joy for your journeys. And Rachel is a wonderful leader and example to motherhood, just across the board in general. She's such an inspiration. Rachel homeschools her children, all seven of them. And I have made it a, a, a personal goal to learn all the names of Rachel's children. Didn't know I'd be reciting them until now, but let's see if I still get it right. We've got Hannah and Chloe and Brennan and, no, I missed Gracie. Sorry, Hannah, Chloe, Grace, Brennan, Caleb, Samuel, no, Eli, and then Samuel. Yes. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> and so Rachel... Rachel's wonderful children, of whom I've had the pleasure to meet, Grace, even though Rachel does live in Minnesota. Um, Rachel and I have connected through travel. Um, Rachel came on a, a trip that we hosted, um, my husband and I hosted in Mexico for homeschool leaders, and she brought Grace along. And so our journey together has really been throughout the miles, throughout the skies, throughout the travel. Rachel flew here for the weekend to, to Florida, and it just seems like we have this connection that and and just to be able to share with other moms that you have you can have a connection with other people across the miles. And at the same time, Rachel is a fabulous mother who travels a lot. And so I thought we'd be able to to hear from Rachel a little on on how do you balance homeschooling with seven children and being a traveling mother and still how do you do you uh address this myth of getting it all done, Rachel? Ah, uh, the myth of getting it all done. You've read my site. Anyway, I, you actually, I, I always tell people that you do one thing and you do it well. And there really is, 
it's all about moments, which is why I like Instagram so much, because that just captures the moments in our lives that we're really blessed to live. They're kind of the little things. Like last night we played apples to apples with your kids and your husband. It was just this moment that we were blessed to share. And that's the way I homeschool as well, is I, I have the big plan and the, the big picture of what I want to do, but I also am so grateful for the moments in the day-to-day where we just get time to spend together. Now with traveling, I tend to do um, – I'm a pretty relaxed homeschooler, but I have like – obviously the goals in mind that we want to get done. And, um, but I am also willing to be flexible and work with them on the day. If there's something that they're, they're interested in, we will run with it, and then we will go with it. And then every once in a while, especially in January in Minnesota where it's 30 below, they will just get into this math mode, and they just work hard, and they'll just keep asking to do more, more math. And I'm like, of course, just do math. Let's get caught up with that. So it's just this balance. And with traveling, I found that I have to be more protective and more guarding of the moments that I have with them when I'm home mm-hmm. because I know that I'm going to be gone and that's okay that I'm gone. I can still be a very intentional and great mom with my traveling and I'm very blessed to have the opportunities to travel. And so then when I am home, I just balance it with um, being intentional about my computer time, shutting it down, being intentional about looking and listening and really getting down on their level and learning what they're interested in and being grateful for the moments that we are blessed to share together. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never you never get the moments back, you know, and, and so we try to we've had long conversations this weekend about really embracing those moments. And and we are so blessed at this point with technology and able to, you know, click on a Wi Fi somewhere and, and see our children's face and see our family's faces on FaceTime and, and you know, even have a, a project held up for the day or whatever the case may be. But it, it you know, it I, I always go back to the thing that some people are are fearful of travel in their homeschool or they're they're thinks, Oh, I can't do that. There's no way I could pull that all off and how do you get it all done? And I just go back and remember that when Jesus was talking to his disciples and told them, you know, he told them to go. He he told them to go into the world. And I carry that so deeply with me. I mean, I've been traveling since I was a a, a kid, even before I could walk. My parents were snowbirds and we were we were up in the Midwest. We, you get those snowy days, right, Rachel? Oh, and yes, my, dad, my, my dad was a golf pro, and in the winters, we just traveled. And so it's somehow ingrained in me. Um, I think that's part of my path is to be an advocate almost for the experiences and the moments we can have with our families through, through travel and through adventure. And some families travel all the time like Rachel and some and my husband is always on the road and some families get a, a once in a lifetime opportunity you know to to come together to to Mexico or to, on a vacation or you know it's coming up upon the holidays lots of family travel happening here and rather than you know grabbing a suitcase okay have you made the mistake Rachel ever to grab a suitcase full of pounds and pounds of homeschool books and take them on a trip with you have you done this have I made that mistake no. <laughs> I tend to pack fairly light, except for my trip to Mexico and this trip here, because I did not know what to expect. Right, right. It's still 85 degrees outside, I think, here in Florida right now, um, the middle of middle of November. But, yeah, I made that mistake once. I'm like, we're going to go on this amazing vacation. Actually, fessing up, truth be told, I've made the mistake more than once, where I, I think I'm going to pack a suitcase full of homeschool books, because while we're away from our daily life, we'll get caught up. And in our schoolwork, really, it was an opportunity to get caught up in our moments and our time together and those precious things that you just don't get back. So now I just leave the school books home, and we and we follow my philosophy of life is learning. And uh, I have a download for you on the site today that says, if if all fingerprints 
if, if every fingerprint we were to leave on this earth should be the same, wouldn't all our fingerprints have been the same? Everyone's different. Every moment is different. Every place we can touch is different. And just look for those opportunities to, to bless each other with your presence along the journey, along the way. And um, Rachel talks a lot about finding joy for that journey. And as soon as we get back from this introduction, uh, this little from our sponsor, The Right Shop, who we all love. Rachel and I both use The Right Shop, yes, to teach our kids how to, how to be great writers and how to love, have that joy of writing. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, so hang with us. At the heart of learning is the ability to write. Write Shop understands the challenges of teaching writing. We offer parent-approved, award-winning writing resources for kindergarten through high school. Our writing programs are engaging with step-by-step -step lessons that give your student the necessary building blocks of the writing process. WriteShop not only teaches your child how to write, it shows you how to teach. WriteShop offers many options to guide your students through the writing process and inspire even the most reluctant writers. Parents rave about the results. Whether you're a new or veteran homeschooler, we encourage you to visit WriteShop.com to see how we can help you along your homeschooling journey. With WriteShop, teaching writing has never been easier. I am, I am grateful for the process of writing and, and the joys that writing together as a family, especially on travel adventures, can bring out in your, in your days and your times. What do you think, Rachel? I think writing is an excellent um, form of communication. I remember my dad has a story of when we were little and going out west, and he had me, because um, we would, I lived in Minneapolis all, all my life pretty much, and we would take these fabulous adventures out west during the summer, and he would have me write about every stop that we would make. So I would develop these cool trip journals, and he still laments the fact that one time I, I wrote just about to getting into Nebraska because he said I would write about the gas stations and provide all this incredible detail about all these places that we stopped, and he had wished I kept it going. So I, I think writing is just this awesome way of communicating uh, just the deep the thoughts and the emotions that we have in, in life, and which is one of the reasons I love writing uh, the way I do. Absolutely. And, and so we're talking about finding joy. Do you think that that sense of writing, whether it's a mom listening that maybe just writes in a journal in the evening or writes notes to her children or sends an encouraging letter to a grandmother or a friend, do you think that can bring as much joy in a homeschool journey or even writing postcards from a trip? As much joy as if, you know, you've uh, publishing a book, you know, some moms aren't in that place, and we were talking about being relatable. So let's relate this, and just that, that joy that I know I find when I write, especially poetry. I love poetry. That's what Kim knew to, to give us that download for our site today of the, the poetry lesson. But do you find that, that that really helps you keep a perspective on being joyful, Rachel? Just the writing. I, I really do think, you know, my hashtag that I always tell everybody is little things matter. And if I've taught my children since they've been little. And the coolest thing for me, too, is when they get that moment where they are actually starting to write, there's something very joyful about watching them able to write their name. They're so proud of that, just that hand-eye coordination, but being able to express themselves. So in our house, we do a lot of different types of things where we are very grateful where we express joy. Uh, at dinner time, a lot of times I'll ask what was one of your favorite things throughout the day. Or we'll just write gratitude lists about each other. And I, I think that writing, besides giving kind of a deeper insight into someone's own heart and what they find important, it also is a way to express gratitude. And it's an easy way to uh, teach that to our children that uh, it's, it's important to be grateful for those moments that we share and 
and it's important to start to look uh, at the world through a lens other than just self. And writing can be one of the ways that we do that. Oh, I love that, looking at the, the world with a lens other than ourself. So talk to me a little about a trip that you made with, with Grace. Talk to me about traveling internationally with your beautiful 12-year-old daughter. I mean, you know, some moms are, are scared to or they don't have a passport or they're, they're challenged by that opportunity. Tell me what that was like for you to take not only an international trip with your daughter, but also to just take one of your daughters, you have so many children, and, and create that special moment with her. Well, the coolest thing about my trip with uh, Grace to Mexico is that I know that this memory of going to Mexico with me, first of all, it was just a huge gift and a huge blessing, but I know that it will be something that she'll have her entire life. And the cool thing about the Mexico trip that I have with her is watching her do different things and learning life skills. Like when we were um, in Atlanta, we, we ended up missing the first flight because we had driven uh, flown standby. But the next morning, watching her go up to the TSA and hand her passport and do it all herself, which was a very cool and empowering moment for me as a mom to see her kind of um, get that confidence about traveling like that. And then it was a lot of the little things, like there was this Coke machine in the Atlanta airport or one of the days we got to visit uh, the ruins at Tulum. And so many people laugh about it, but it was pouring that day. It was absolutely pouring. And Torrential. Torrential, torrential rains to the point of the fact that I just decided I'm not even going to use the umbrella because I'm so soaked already. And I started telling the kids that were there, and I started telling Grace that the cool thing about being at this very, um, you know, historical site, these Mayan ruins, was the fact that she will probably remember it more, the fact that she was in the middle of all this horrible torrential rain, so that when she gets older and has children and grandchildren, she'll tell this story of being with her mom and her friends and being in Mexico, and she'll probably remember it more vividly because we were absolutely completely soaked. So yeah. that's just the way I looked at look at life is you, you could start to see like, oh, the trip to this wasn't as cool as I wanted. It's pouring rain. I can't walk around. I'm cold. I'm wet. Or you could find something kind of fun and memorable about it. So there are just great memories of being in Mexico with Grace, just even watching her see and uh, go on the water and everything like that. It was all new for her. It was all these experiences that I was so blessed as a mother to be able to watch and observe uh, her experience for the first time. Right. And do you remember that breakfast we had with all the kids, the homeschool kids together, and we were all hanging out and had it all decked out and had a table set up for us especially, and we're watching, you know, having breakfast with the ocean in front of us and just, and the zip lining. I mean, come on. When do you ever get an opportunity to zip line the, the rainforest canopy with your child again, right? We had some fantastic memories. What, you, um, the zip lining was awesome. Yes. Yeah. What would you say was Grace's favorite moment from that trip? Okay, well, she must be my daughter um, completely, and because she loves the little things, one of her favorite things was seriously swimming in the pool with her friends, Cole and Cameron. She would go and swim, and there were these little blue tiles that would fall off of the side of the pool that would just end up on the pool bottom that the people in the resort, uh, they would clean up while they somehow got permission, and Grace gathered some of them and saved them. And she has this amazing moment of swimming with her friends in Mexico, <laughs> gathering them. So what I what I find so intriguing about it is, is we can try to create, like, this is going to be a cool thing. Let's go do this. But so often our kids are so inquisitive and they're so open to exploring new things that they just discover things that um, we, we don't expect that they're going to love and enjoy. So I would say that type of swimming with her was a, it was a great moment. I also, when she was with her friends, and she also just loved the camaraderie of being with other kids, exploring. Uh, she loved the painting on the beach that we got to do that day that 
we just sat mm-hmm. outside and it was so hot and everyone got to paint the ceramics and there was something just very communal about all of us sitting at this line table joy, uh, laughing with each other with the mm-hmm. surf kind of crashing in and everyone painting these uh, treasures that we all got to bring home. Yeah, so you I, actually just gave me gave me chills saying that. I remember, and mine sits on my kitchen window, but it was just such a small token that took so many hours in our day, but what a memory for, you know, forever that of all of us just sitting and laughing. And I highly encourage my moms listening and those listening on podcasts later that find a way to travel with some of your, your close-knit homeschool friends. I mean, wasn't it a blessing, Rachel, to be there and to see these kids bond, and not only that, but to realize we are a group of people that are pretty well like-minded. I mean, we're all different. We all have a different fingerprint. But you know your kids are, are in a group where people have values that are similar and beliefs that are, that are similar and, and that they respect and honor parenthood, motherhood, and childhood enough to be homeschooling their children. And here we are together whether we use right shop curriculum or we don't, or whether we use, you know, Matthew something or, or teaching with this textbook, you know, you're, you're in a place where everybody has the same ultimate long-term vision. You know, I, I always say when you're learning homeschooling or trying to figure out those ropes, start with why, why are we doing this in the first place? And when you pull back from all the little details of what the nuances of what homeschool is and the, you know, the checklist and the to-do list, the, the main reason is we're all in it for the same reason, and that's to, to build wonderful, godly children of, of amazing character that are going to be world changers. And so I have a philosophy that if we're raising world changers, we better show them some of the world. We better get them to understand what it's like to go through customs. We better get them to be comfortable talking to a ticket counter. I mean, the world is not in your hometown anymore, is it, Rachel? I mean, you came from small town outside of Minneapolis it's not in your hometown the world really opens up when you when you embrace that courage and that brave motherhood right to be able to to walk into it well I think that's incredibly true this summer I as you know and many people know that read my site I was able to go to Haiti and one of the things that I recognize in Haiti that I really want for my own children is to be able to look at the world through the lens that's not their own paradigm of where they grew up because it was such a an uh, amazing and humbling moment to go into another country and to learn from people and to learn from others that um, had incredible wisdom and to be able to see the world through a different lens. And that's what I really do want for my children. I want them to be able to experience seeing things from a different point of view. And the other thing about Mexico, and I think back to that, was the fact that it was an actual connection where we were sitting at, ta- at a table with each other and talking and laughing mm-hmm. in that way. And that part, I think, is so important, too, because... We do live in a culture that's incredibly fast, incredibly moving, and one of the things that I just encourage mothers to do and just is to start to establish those type of relationships, too, where they are sitting at the table across from somebody um, as well, and that was what was so great about being in Mexico. So many of the people I had known just uh, through online, and we had formed these fabulous friendships, and then we were able to gather together, and what was cool about it is it really shows that you can form amazing friendships with people online and that you can gather together and you can have that cool bond. Mm-hmm. When you said that, it just reminded me, one of the boys um, that was on the trip that would be Dan Morris's son from Letters with Dan, Letters from Dan, um, his son Cameron and my son Makani are about the same age and completely hit it off talking Legos and Minecraft. And now Makani is all excited to help uh, Rachel's son Brennan learned how to play this online Legos thing. I'm sure if you're listening, you know what Minecraft is, but if not, 
you will soon. Um, and Makani and, and Cameron want to learn how to Skype together to play, to just keep their friendship across the miles going. And as simple as it is, I mean, they're guys. They don't have, you know, their their life doesn't revolve around Minecraft most of the time. Um, but when they do, that they really, the, the reason they do it is they want to keep those connections going and those friendships growing. So I love that. I love that. Um, I'm just so excited that this is happening. And, and one of the last things I want to touch on with you, Rachel, is a few months even before we went to Mexico, you were able to take a missions trip as a mom just to document some things and to really – and I know that re, that deeply impacted your life. I know that took you to a, a such a different place. And I think there's probably moms out there who think, oh, I, I'll do that when my children are gone. You know, what would you say to those moms? How did it impact your mothering, your homeschool, your family differently by you stepping out in that, you know, into that unknown and, and making that missions trip? Well, first of all, I would say that if you have an opportunity to, to do a mission trip like this, even if it's local where you are stepping out of your own paradigm, I would strongly encourage it. Going to Haiti is definitely one of the top ten things in my life that changed my life. It's inspired it's inspired keynotes uh, where I talk about the ten things that mothers in Haiti taught me about motherhood because I was so humbled and blessed to learn from, from these moms that were there about motherhood and what really is important. And I even wrote a post about how I found joy in Haiti. One of the things that was so incredible to me was to go into this culture, into this community, where according to American standards, it was so incredibly poor. Haiti is the um, poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and yet the, the people that I met there were so full of joy that it was humbling to me, and it, it gave incredible perspective to me on what I valued in life and what I thought of as important. And one of the things that they value there was the relationship between each other, and it was also this mutual understanding and love and support and camaraderie of each other. It wasn't this competition between mothers. It was this let's link arms, let's help each other because we're in this together. And I think it's such an important thing to do. As far as going on a missions trip, I it seriously did change my life. It it was a lesson in bravery, but I will tell you that it is so worth doing it if you are blessed with the opportunity to do one mm -hmm. and to travel Absolutely. that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been there. I've been there too and agree with you. And as we continue my destination inspiration show throughout the coming weeks and months, um and time ahead, I will continue to dive more into those subjects. And for now, I just want to say thank you, and we hope you found a bit of joy being with us today. And don't forget to check out Rachel's um, Rachel's website at FindingJoy.net. Watch for her watch for her new upcoming book. Uh, it'll be out around Mother's Day. You'll be able to find it in places like Barnes and Noble and Hallmark. And it's so cool. She's doing a little dance outside now. It's her turn. <laughs> But we've had so much fun just getting to know each other and encourage you, Mom. If it, if it means traveling to go visit a friend for a weekend because you need that space and time, do it so that it continues to, to bless and refresh you for your homeschool journey. And um, we, if you're in the chat room live and you want to post your email address, you will be getting a copy of Rachel's ebook. Uh, we've got a few to give away. We'll select some at random when the event is done. And... Again, I thank you. You can find me online at wordtraveling.com. That's www.wordtraveling.com. And right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We'll see you again next week, Tuesday, 11-11. Be ready to fly. Rachel, thanks again so much. I'm just so blessed to have had you not only on my show for the day, but in my home for the weekend. And um, look forward to our next adventure together. 
Absolutely. I'll tell you, I'm the one that has been very blessed. As everybody knows that I've been messaging home, I have messaged home with the words, I am being spoiled. So thank you. <laughs> Con placer. Es un placer. It's a pleasure. Yes. It's a pleasure. That was, that was our famous quote in Mexico. Okay, friends. See you next time. Yes. That's it for today's Beat on Destination Inspiration. Your host, Jen Ranieri, will be back next week inspiring you to live your best life is learning adventure. Tune in Tuesdays at 1111 to unpack what it means to live a lifestyle of journey, exploring God's wonderful world together. Be sure to check out Jen's online community at wordtraveling.com. That's W-O-R-D traveling. And hit the subscribe button so you won't miss the next stop on our journey. Until next time, happy travels.